0: A warm welcome to my favorite collective, Gamu Helo Simpiwe Gubera here, your host of Conversations in Between, otherwise you can look at the space as a soundboard of your journey in you becoming a full sovereign being. Welcome! Conversations in Between is a podcast focused on facilitating healing through conversations that will be fulfilling for the body, mind, spirit, and soul. However way it may look or feel, we journey together. And if there is a topic that you would love me to cover or share my in-depth perspective on, or otherwise hear from the collective. You can simply email us on conversations in between at gmail.com and we'll do our very best to give you valuable and in-depth perspective, however way you want to say it, perspective, feedback, conversation however whatever we'll do it if you're enjoying the show and don't want to miss us on any episode be sure to subscribe or follow conversations in between and don't forget to drop us a review now let's get into it hello to my favorite collective welcome to the very first episode of conversations in between i'm so pleased to have you guys here with me joining in and as i said it is our very first episode outside of our trailer and before we go too far i just wanna Extend my thank yous from the very bottom of my soul, spirit, and heart to each and every person who's contributed to the success of the launch of Conversations in Between Obviously Closets In Between. What (laughs) conversations in between podcast? Guys, this journey has been so beautiful. The past week felt like my birthday, if anything, (laughs) because of the reposts from the collective and the excitement from everyone you know it's been a long time coming and i'm so glad that the day came and it came with so much fulfillment you know spirit showed it and you guys confirmed it so i just want to thank you so so much one thing about me is i love to express gratitude and me thanking you will be a constant on this podcast because i don't move along alone we move as a collective and as i said we're journeying as a collective and to get to where we are just from the trailer is because of you guys and i just want to thank you so so much and if this is your first time of course, <laughs> tuning in, please do not forget to follow us for more updates on when we do drop an episode or subscribe, be it from um, Apple Podcast or be it from Spotify, wherever you're streaming us from, or Anchor or Podbean or google play i think it was google play i could be wrong but i realized that there are so many other streaming services that are on the background that i need to keep sharing for everybody else and i'll make sure that i share on the next episode or every link that i share for conversations in between but a fun fact is I'm a planner right apart from being an overthinker of course <laughs> so like everything that I put my passion into I want to monitor its progress and I want to monitor its growth because conversations in between was not an overnight thing it's been something I've been planning for years on years if anything I first started with the YouTube channel and a lot of people actually ask me why didn't you not do YouTube because you know my close collective consider me as a great storyteller. That is why we're here. But in person, because I give you the animations, I give you the hands and you know hand gestures. So I realized that I did do a YouTube channel years ago and at the time it was not aligned in the content that I felt I was called into so I stopped doing that and now I'm in this new space and I feel I'm aligned more as a person I am journeying rather in my sovereign state and understanding what I'm called into and what I need to amplify on hence we are all here so I planned it out topics I know what we're covering when and I'm also open to hearing from you guys as my collective what you want to hear more from um from me rather and what you Want me to speak on and things that you might need guidance from based on the conversations we have or conversations you think I might be eligible to give you valuable in insight on or um, what is this thing I'll give you what is the word guys what is this word ha. Huh. Come on, give you feedback, valuable feedback on, or basically advice. Yes, advice. That's the word we are looking for. So that is why I also created the email address. as an extra extension to the collective. So you can definitely reach out to me from our email address, email address rather, which is between at gmail.com. Right, that's .com. I just got very excited and I do that half the time. <laughs> so with that being said, I wanted to see how I can track my progress um, in terms of how we're growing in numbers and in terms of demographics and, 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 which are called typically analytics. And this was a thought that I knew that it was something I really need to focus on as a, as, as a focus point for us. So it's just like, okay, I'll figure it out which software to use to collect that data because the universe is always on your side when you're aligned and manifest your journey. Um, My manager post meeting sends me a screenshot and I see 98 and I see conversations in between and our art and I'm like, what is this? Is this a Google reminder? What is this? And she says to me, comes when did you start a podcast like you have a podcast along those lines and i'm like yes you know she's a year not a year of course soon to be (laughs) she's a day old you know and i'm thinking one of my colleagues possibly told her about it but because when you align yourself with things and you start doing them you know, the universe, God, divine being, um, whatever you prescribe to as a higher power starts aligning with you on that journey to show you that it's supporting you. And just because yesterday it was a thought, today's becoming a reality where my manager is showing me a software that can allow me to track the progress, you know. It was still a to-do on my list, but because the universe was like, you're already on it, girl, we've got you. And she shows me this Software and I'm like okay, you know, get excited with my colleagues and they're like, congrats, congrats, and it's exciting. So now because a planner and it's like it's nice to have KPIs that you plan towards and that's what I literally do. Did guys, what's happening with my English? I need my bundles to reload. Okay, (laughs) so and now dedicate myself to this software to see how we're ranking. So we ranked ninety eight out of two hundred plus podcasts for sunday when we dropped yes guys we're ranking 98 for 200 plus podcast rankings all over you know all over saudi all over south africa because that's where i am based in south africa and we are ranking 200 uh, we are ranking in the 200s as 98 which is exciting super super exciting because if you think of it so many podcasts are being created in a day so many new ideas are being generated and created into fruition in a day and for us to be ranking that number is applaudable and I couldn't have done it by myself. I did it and got to that ranking because of you guys. And I just wanna say thank you so much. And now I'm obsessed with checking out my ranking every day because this particular software gives you a daily update on where you're ranking daily. And we were on 98 and then we moved to 89. Yes, and we've been stable on 89. Guys, collectively right this is before you put it into category so this is holistic all topics we are on 89 and I say we because it's a joint collaboration and then if we segment it specifically to the category that we are under for spiritual and religion we ranked eighteen on the Tuesday and then I went back in and was still on 18 and then I think I dropped out a bit and I came back and we were on 16 Ah! and then we dropped a little bit and went back on 18 but this is great and mind you this is still under the 200 that is where we are and I believe we're just going to keep soaring higher and I know number one is destined for us I am calling it it is going to happen 11 11 light all the candles it's happening and thank you so much again guys so I wanted to share that piece of information before we get into the formalities of how the show is going to go on every episode and how I want you to be in the mood with me as we journey on every conversations in between topic right so housekeeping rules are two things that we are doing mandatorily should be should there be a name like that i know there's mandatory so if there's mandatory that's between us guys that is what we're gonna call it so we're gonna definitely have a tea of the day and specifically YT. tea i'm a very sentimental person and with that being said i'm also very short-winded and i talk a lot and i talk quickly and i run out of breath and i need something to drink okay <laughs> I need something to drink. But specifically why I chose tea is because it's always been a drink that brings people together in my family. I know that when we have guests over, it was mandatory for us to make them tea. And my maternal grandmother, who's an avid baker, always has some baked goodies. So we're always making tea. And I've always seen it as a drink that is very much a unifying drink you know let's have some tea let's go grab some tea sorry about that background i was just moving my cable um you know let's have some tea and also i am a Gogo's child Gogo, which is grandmother in isiZulu, south african language and i was raised by my grandmother predominantly in my entire childhood up to date my maternal grand. so i'm very sentimental about things including tea and so Even as growing up as an adult, that is one drink I love to share with people that I'm very close with. You know, I was like, can I make you a cup of tea? That's my love language in a sense. So that's why I wanted to bring in this element into the podcast, because it is my love language to you guys that let's share a drink when we are having these conversations. When you are listening, please have a drink. When you are responding and speaking to me by yourself, please have a sip of your drink. And if you're not a tea drinker, it's absolutely fine. Have your coffee, have your water. Cause also I love a good drink of water. Have your drink, be it champagne, be it alcoholic, be non-alcoholic, but I just need a drink for us to converse with on the side so we can sip and talk, sip and talk. And also from my paternal side, another sentimental moment is we make tea for my paternal grand. Every morning till to date at my grown age. We still do it. My aunts still do it because that is something that we know my grand loves and that is us showing her that we love her. And should that be her love language? We're receiving her with that, right? So tea mandatory. And I'll tell you which tea I am drinking rather a drink is mandatory because you could be at home chilling, or you could be listening to me while you're driving home or at work, wherever the space is, just make sure you have your drink. Okay. And I am having a cardamom tea today and it's from a Kenyan brew. So I'm not going to mention the brands, you know, because in future we will be sponsored by these brands. So until then, we'll just put it out there in the universe and show the direction that we are going into. So it's a cardamom tea. And what I love about this tea is that it's a Kenyan brew. There are quite a lot of selections from this brand of teas with different flavors. I love a flavored tea and they have these quirky little sayings on each tea bag, like what's type of tea is this so this one is called a genie in a tea bag so brew a wish and i felt it was fitting to drink this one for the very first episode because every space that we are in we are manifesting we are affirming we are aligning so we already are genie in a tea bag and i do believe that throughout this time we'll be making a lot of wishes a lot of affirmations so it felt good to be sipping on this tea and on that note let me just take a sip okay Okay, so, and then another thing that we're going to do avidly is mantra of the day. So you can apply the mantra of the day as a mantra that you will apply for the day, for the week, for the next hour, for the next minute or the month, however way you want to position it. I believe this is my offering to you to usher positive energy into your space for that time and it should be a great reference point for you to go back in to go back to whenever you want a reminder on how you are positioning your spirit for the week or for the day or for the month right and what I do is I do have a planner and I have my phone with me most of the time so I write my mantra of the week usually on my planner and then I just refer to it to remind me what it is that I'm aligning with in terms of energy for the week and then what it is that I'm affirming in terms of my alignment as well for the week. So I will also be sharing the source of where I get the mantras because it's only fair to be sharing the source of strength you know, enlightenment. And I usually do this a lot on my own pages where I do share a lot of encouraging messages about energy work most of the time. And I always share from the direct source because I feel it's fair to do that. So the mantra I'm going to be sharing today is from a Twitter page that I do follow avidly. It is at I am mantra. So it does share daily mantras on affirming you for the day. That's what I said or the week or the month. And the one that I'm selecting today goes a little something like this. It says my current journey is assisting me to heal, grow, evolve, and leading to so much goodness. I am trusting the process. My current journey is assisting me to heal, grow, evolve, and leading to so much goodness. I am trusting the process. And I will share the mantra with you guys who are experiencing me on my social channels which is on instagram kamuhelo underscore s underscore alternatively i can definitely share it with you whenever you want the mantra you can just send me a quick email and we can see what we can build together in that journey of aligning through mantras. And the reason why I chose this mantra is because it also touches on today's topic. And today we are addressing homegirl who is going to take several seats and that is imposter syndrome. Yes, we are giving imposter syndrome several seats, okay? Because I thought about this when I was, you know, meditating and taking my time to see which topic would be great for a first opening episode and this was it and mainly because for me to get here it took a while it actually took years and I understand that in the process I was being refined for this very moment but there were times where it felt like I shouldn't do this. You know, I know I was called into it. I know I'm good at it. I've been told I'm good at it. Everything affirms me to get into it, but because there's a homegirl that's moved into my place unannounced, I don't even know where she comes from. And she's just chilling in my couch with her suitcases all over my place with her little cousin called procrastination in my space, constantly telling me why I shouldn't do something that I am good at, that I could excel in, that I know I am called for, and that is imposter syndrome. So outside of my jokes and outside of my humor as referring to imposter syndrome as a person or as a thing. I like to do that to bring more actualization to the topic. You know, I will refer to these topic um, headliners as people or things, you know, just so it can contextualize better. And for people who don't know what could be imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome basically refers to an internal experience, believing that you are not competent as others perceive you to be. So that's the key line. Others perceive you as competent. You also perceive yourself as that because there is your, your voice of positivity. But because she is here with her loudspeaker every day, trying to wash down every other positive and affirming voice in your life, that you somehow, someway, find yourself listening to her the most, right? And we need a drink to that because we're about to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Right. So I... I usually and it is a narrow definition, but I just felt like it is very much on the dot like it is definitely it hits on the head on in terms of what imposter syndrome is. And this is a internal Um, thought process that I could call it or we could call it a spirit whatever term it is that lives in your head unwarranted that disconnects you from reaching your full potential and one thing I do not believe in is regret because I've seen too many people that have not lived their life to their full potential because of imposter syndrome, because of, and it's aligned a little bit with being a perfectionist because you're waiting for the right time. So imposter syndrome is not always an aggressive punch in your stomach. It's a gentle, soothing voice sometimes that says, you know, you don't have the right equipment to start this. You know, you don't have the right following to do this. Mm, you're not, you know, you're not tall enough. You're not the status quo. So rather just stay in your safe shell. Rather, you know, rather just suppress the urge to be better. You know, because there's someone else who's doing it, and let them do it. And look how great they are, because they have something that I'm sure you have. But you know, it's that I know it. It just don't make sense as I'm speaking I'm realizing that it makes no sense because at the end of the day I love to reference my inner child on everything that I do I love to reference my inner child and see myself and say okay what would my inner child do what would she you know want to offer as a a person and I think to myself and I'm like when I was young I was confident nothing stopped me from getting where i need to be nothing would be taken away from like i believed in myself in ways that no one can tell me otherwise and that didn't mean that i only had favorable conditions more than anything the conditions that were unfavorable were very close to home you know um, people's perspective about me as a teenager right but I just believed in myself and my source. I anything I had set my mind to, I would do it. So I always look at my inner child. And I'm like, what encouraged her to be so firm in who she is? And I realized that too many um, too many times we grow up and we feel the adversities of life and we feel the heaviness of life, and we feel it warrants us to delay certain progressions in our lives and we think we are too grown for that you know um it's not going to work for where you are now how are people going to see you because they know you as a professional nine to five banker let's say and now you want to be an artist like how does that even make sense but you know when you put that paint with the brush and use your canvas you create magic and it sparks your soul so i will always reference the inner child because that is your most clear thinking and sense of being. Your inner child was where you never felt anything limiting you. You never felt anything putting you off because there was nothing to measure your failure to. The only thing you could think of was progress. But as we grow up, we start feeling different emotions and being exposed to different environments that then confirm certain thinking and certain behavior that we feel we are aligned with. So you grow up and you think, I can't really be an artist because people don't know me as an artist. So let me stick to being a banker or whichever job you are doing that is somehow somewhat aligned with your passion or has nothing to do with your passion. So you put to rest all these things that make you feel alive. You put to rest all these things that you've been called into, but the opportunity is now. So you're just thinking, hmm, it's just not giving, right? Right. So I thought of that and I was like, as a child, I started a pencil case business (laughs) in grade three and because I wanted to make money. I felt like I wanted to make my own money. There was nothing that was stopping me. There was no limiting thoughts. I didn't think of CNA, which was a very well known stationery shop. I didn't think of like all the other big brands that do give quality stationery. I just thought of, this is what I like doing. And I like being in the creative space and I also wanna make money. And I went for it and it was successful. And there was even a girl that because of that business that I I started doing, who did it too. And she did it exceedingly well than me because she then, you know, got the machine, got her mom to do it. I was self-made. Okay. My gran is (laughs) seamstress. So I used to make these pencil cases myself. So here she comes with the same product that I'm selling, but it looks better, you know, but I still did really well. And what does that say? It says that when you're called into something, you need to honor it because there is a deeper spirit, if I could call it that, if you're comfortable with that, but there's a deeper knowing in you that knows why you need to go for that. And for me to even do this podcast, there was a deeper knowing in me why I need to do this. You know, I had taken time, taken a seat and looked at my life and looked at my contribution to things and how it has impacted people around me. And I needed to honor my deeper feeling. I needed to honor the way I see myself. So I one day decided that i'm gonna buy this mic and in my head i was like no i need a better studio i need at least three mics i need this and i need and my spirit said, if you don't, when have you ever waited for perfect conditions? When you did that pencil case business, your grand yes was a seamstress. She didn't have the capacity to do them at the time, but she showed you how to cut the fabric and how to use the needle. So what were you going to wait for a machine her to get the type. I didn't think of the delays. I just thought of the progress and I got into it and that carried me to a certain point and each year there was something new that I did, but as I grew older and as. I felt the adversities of life come through imposter syndrome started to creep in a little bit, started with one little overnight bag. Then she came with a weekend bag. Then she came with a suitcase and came with the whole closet. And next thing home girls moved in with her cousin procrastination. Now procrastination is you do get to the things, but you don't get to them at the time that you need to get to them too. And there's a big difference in doing things that when you are called to do it now and deliver it on a certain day versus doing it a day before delivery there's a huge difference it's like you know when you are prepared you plan you execute you still have time to overview and then you deliver compared to just do it overview later deliver yes you might have Skip through the mark but she did not do it the way that you were meant to do it so that's the thing with imposter syndrome and i always refer back to my inner child she got us here she got us to conversations in between because i thought that if i wait for good um conditions and i wait for now you think of unnecessary things now i'm thinking i need a bigger apartment because obviously i will have guests that come um here and are they going to come how am i you know you're starting to put in unnecessary things and my inner child will always remind me like you did the pencil case business you didn't really worry all you needed was the fabric a needle and your great sales skills (laughs) i did my great sales skills and i've done so many other things when i was young that i never felt Crippled into doing, but just went and said, If I fail, I fail. But I never have fathomed the thought of failing. But now, of course, when you grow up, you realize there's so many other dynamics that contribute to the succession of things that you need to be comfortable with failing. You need to be comfortable with saying, It might not be progressive. I might drop this trailer and no one might pick it up. You know, I might have five listeners instead of the 10 I was hoping for. But I do know that if I continue to progress, it will amount to what I see it to be in my spirit. So now it's more refined when you grow up. The process is more refined compared to when you were a kid. You had no failures to compare to. And now, as I said, there was a girl who, offered the same service now the competitive edge comes on same thing with the podcast in my grown age is that out of 1000 people 500 of us each and every day are delivering almost the same product but what makes us different is the spiritual drive inside us and that's what all I needed I just knew that there's a reason why the Heavenly Father the divine, the universe, you know, God planted the seed in me and he's shown it so many times in so many different spaces that I have no reason to start. Even the bare minimum beginning tools I've been given to start with, you know, so I wanted to get into that and say, this is more of a conversation around imposter syndrome that consult your inner child. And I know it could be different in other cases where, your inner child might not be confident. Your inner child might be someone who was never daring to take risks. And now you're an adult in a world that requires you to show up fully in who you are. But when you reference your inner child, she is not ready, but deep down inside she wish she was. So now she needs you, your grown self to usher her into that readiness, into that stage. And I remember a very close friend of mine, <laughs> in my many confident moments and executions. When I was young, I used to love playing like game shows. We'd watch game shows. And the next day at school, I am the host because I know if I'm a participant, I'm going to win. So let me be fair on anyone. Look how arrogant I was. Mm, praise God for a revived sense of being. <laughs> so she told me and we we're talking funny and we laughing and talking about, um, We're literally talking about how it was when we grew up and we're talking about, um, she's saying to me, you know, I remember how you used to force us to play America's Next Top Model and you were tired and you were so hard on us. And I feel, I cringe and I'm like, oh my gosh, man, I'm so glad that we've made it to these years so I can apologize if I have ever made you feel any other way. And she's like, no, now when I grow up, when I was a child, I didn't realize it. But now as I've grown, I realize that you've always pushed us into being the best form of who we are. Like you've always pushed us, yes, it might not been refined back then, but now we're blessed enough to still continue this friendship at this age and refer to that and say, who would have thought that us playing America's Next Top Model behind our school hall during free periods refined me into affirming the big decisions I'm making as an adult now. It gave me that confidence, that push, that what would gamutara say, you know? And I looked at it and I was like, wow, okay. And she said as much as yes, it was aggressive, it was hard, but you know, it still played such a big role and a contributing factor to how, to who I become as an adult. And I realized that my inner child needed this perspective that I have as an adult, so we can move together. in this feature, right? So let's just take a quick little break. And then we're just going to go into the last 30 minutes of the show or less as we unpack more of imposter syndrome and also see what we can do to combat her and more. So welcome back, Collective. I am so glad that you still tuned in, rather. I wanted to say that you still stayed tuned in, which I still feel is fair, right? But I'm so glad that you guys are still tuned in and ready to go deeper into the conversation of today, which is imposter syndrome and how to somewhat fight homegirl each and every day. or homeboy. Whatever reference you feel feels fit to look at this um, staggering feeling or staggering emotion in your life in human form, we will use that reference, right? So before we took that quick little break, I was basically talking about how a friend of mine literally spoke on when we were young, because I will believe that I was the arrogant, confident, annoying little girl, but I'm grateful for her, you know, because as much as there was that, there was a lot of things that now when I grow up and say, yo, I should have been very insecure about um, things that I feel now because I'm grown, right? I think I I know everything now because I can define emotions and feelings that when I look at, I actually realize that, oh, that was actually a very sad time in my life. But when I was young, I clearly did not put in energy into that. But instead, I gave energy to things that felt fulfilling, that felt like were feeding my spirit and felt like were feeding my soul. So me and my very close friend, and she tells me this, and She's like every, you know, I look at myself attaining so much and being successful in the fields that I'm called into. And I remember how when we were kids you were just so confident and anything you wanted to do, you would do. And those conversations, little do my friends know and that is why i'm so blessed to have them those are the conversations that remind me of who i am at this grown age it is important for us to reference conversations that feed our souls that is why you need to be intentional about what you listen to the people around you and what you say to yourself and the consumption of media that you're taking, is it aligned with who you are? Is it aligned with how you see things? Because things like that contribute to building your perspective and they contribute in you into executing things that you are called into. So I've always been very intentional about the music I listen to, the books that I read, the company that I surround myself with. I'm very sensitive to unhealthy energy and that is negative condescending because i was exposed to that from a very young age and i realized how much it's hurt me but because i was fortunate enough as well in the same space of being young, to be exposed to positive energy to neutral energy and the beauty about neutral energy is that it allows you to decide which way you are swaying it more And I enjoyed the positiveness of life. I enjoyed how good it felt. And that is why I can be an annoying pessimist (laughs) at times because I have so much adversity in life but because I knew that there was so much more that life had to offer that I needed to always equip myself with sources of energy that is going to validate my perspective and validate my experiences and this is also the books that I read and that is one thing I wanted to share on in terms of like how did I get to where I, I you know am right now in life and i always say the inner child the inner child basically when you talk about your inner child and you've heard me reference it is you as a child simple just like math, one plus one is two inner child is you as a child and we say your inner child is because that is you as a child that lives within your soul, that there are things that make you sad now as an adult that are contributing factors that happened when you were a child. And this would take work called shadow work or inner child healing. Now shadow work is looking at the negatives that you feel you are bringing into your life and you feel that you are accommodating into your life and you need to look at where they are coming from, why are you comfortable? Or why do you feel there's an abundance of things that make you feel uncomfortable in your life? Where does it come from? That would mean you need to consult your shadow work. Now, if you want to know more on that, you can definitely let me know. This is my forte. I enjoy talking about inner child and shadow work and how it shapes our perspectives as adults and how we can work around those sense of beings to a better self. And mind you, this is a lifelong commitment. You don't do a one show, done, no. It's a lifetime commitment. Your inner child work is a lifetime commitment. Shadow work is a lifetime commitment. So you need to extend ease and grace to yourself at the very beginning know that it's going to be messy know that it's going to be hard other days are going to be great others are not going to feel that good so me looking at myself and saying okay this is my inner child how does she look like and that's why I reference my teenagers because I feel those were very impactful because those are the ones I remember more and if I want reference more I'll ask my grandmother my aunts my mammannis you know and I asked them and I said my is basically my my mom's sisters that's what we reference to your mom's sisters are your mammanie okay <laughs> for those who don't know and I asked for those references as a toddler how was I as a baby how was I because Everything is spiritual. So, for everything to form in human form, it's already happened from a spiritual realm. So, you need to consult and work on your spiritual sense of self for you to understand why are certain things the way they are, and if you want to change them, what do you need to do, and what is your daily commitment? What is your daily commitment looking like? So, when you reference to your inner child, um, it's easier to reference a years, not a year years, rather that you can remember. Um, And that is why I reference my teenage years, my preteens from eight to like 16, 17, because my adulthood, trust me, I can remember it, even if I don't want to, (laughs) I remember every aspect. So with that being said, you then, you know, reference and you look into that and say, okay, this is how I was as a child. What contributed to me being in that way? What environments, you know added to me being in that way and as an adult what do i feel connects to my childhood that i need to carry through into my adulthood or what do i need to heal as an adult my childhood you always need to play the vice versa. So when you were young, you were confident, the world was your oyster, anything is possible. Now you're an adult, it's hard to leap to the other side, even though you know you're called to be on the other side, even though you see yourself on the other side, but it's hard to leap on the other side. What is it in my adulthood that can that needs help from my childhood for me to leap on the other side, right? How did I perceive confidence when I was young that I'm not applying now? What are the adversities that I feel are contributing to my perspective on the way I do things now as an adult that when I was a child, I would never think of because they were not there or they were not a matter of importance. And how can my inner child help me as an adult get there or how as an adult do I feel I'm already in these spaces, but I just feel a sense of emotion that is just not progressive or i feel you know there's doubt there is not self-assurance i don't feel confident or secure enough what is it as a child i felt that has led me to being this adult and now you need to go back which is hard guys it is hard and it is a very emotional journey i will tell you for free because for me to do things as an adult I remember the early stages of my adulthood, I was aggressive in getting the things that I want. And that is how I was as a child. No did not apply to me. So now I'm seeing these adversities in adulthood and I'm still saying no. And I kid you not, half of the time and I applied that thinking of my inner child, as hard as it was and as many adversities as I felt, I leaped through the other side. I did. And we'll have a story time about that. day too soon but for now i'm just going to reference that and say as i continue to grow up i feel i need to validate the imposter syndrome more but why but why where is that coming from you know and you look at experiences of life and say "Sheesh," you know ah x y and z has happened and now i feel this and it's excuses more than anything is and and i always used to be a firm believer and say conditions are not the same you know you'll hear people saying yeah we're making excuses we're making excuses but conditions are not the same a millionaire cannot tell me that i am making excuses because we are raised in different environments and conditions are not the same which is very true it does not invalidate my perspective but what conditions would be favorable for me to leap over the next season. When do I feel the time is right? There is no such thing. There is no right time. The time is now literally and it's the same thing as the podcast. I have been procrastinating and I do my vision board a year before by September, the previous year, I do my vision board and say, okay, these are my passions. How can I get my passions out there? What am I called into? And I align. Okay. This is what I struggle with. So how can I overcome these struggles? And I say, okay, read more self-help books. Okay. You know, and I map it out because I've given myself time. And when I can't have an answer, I give myself time and say, how do I not have an answer to that? And I extend ease and grace to myself. Now, one thing I, I will say is that when I grew more in my sovereign state and I connected with my spiritual self, that's where things became even more clear. And I became a more profound thinker, you know? And I think things like that also did contribute to imposter syndrome because I'm like, oh, now adversity is more hectic because now I first operate in a spiritual thinking, in a spiritual behavior before I operate physically. So that makes it even more difficult. So how does that look like? And as an overthinker, that is just a whirlwind of emotions and a whirlwind of behavior. So you look at things like that and say, okay, do I consult my inner child and understand where is this imposter syndrome coming from? So if you were a confident child, it's easier to say, baby girl, help your grown self to get me where I need to go. And if you were not a confident child, and now as an adult, you are acquiring things, you are doing big things and you are in spaces that you feel you don't belong, which you do. Nothing is by mistake. Nothing is by coincidence, coincidence rather. And now you consult your inner child and say, who do I need? What part of my inner child rather do I need to heal for me to feel settled and assured in where I am? right? So you always need to go back to your inner child. If she needs your help in understanding and conceptualizing things, you all need to work together. You're always working together. And if you need her help to push you over the other side in acquiring things, you need to work together and you need to understand where certain things stem from and how it is that you can bring healing to those things. And how does healing look like? So putting things into perspective is important. That's why I believe in vision boards. That's why I believe in manifestations. That is why I believe in affirmations. I believe in prayers and I believe in energy because these are all contributing things that that put my perspective into who I am they contribute into me as a person they contribute in how I make people feel they contribute in how I make myself feel and mostly they contribute to how I go about life and for me to be sitting here and having this conversation is because I've worked on myself is because I'm affirmed in who I am and it took a while to get here and it still has its moments it still has its days that's why I always emphasize extending grace to yourself book that I once read, I'm an avid reader as well. It is called um, Vibrate Higher Daily by my favorite Lala Delia. I hope I pronounced her surname right. I follow her. Those who follow me on social media know how much I regret her content because she has one of the most relatable stories on her deciding to work on herself for self-bitterment in conditions that were not favorable because it's also easier for us to look into those conditions and say but i come from this i come from that i know so many people guys personally that if you look at where they come from and who they are you're like how did you get here and each and every day they are showing signs and they are doing things of fighting adversity and imposter syndrome. Even when I have conversations with them, they will say, "It's you see me well put together. You see me doing these things. It's because I have to wake up every day and decide who is bigger. Is it my vision and what the Holy Spirit, God, my guides, the universe has imparted in me or adversity or imposter syndrome Will I one day be 50 something and living with regret of things that I didn't do in my 20s, my 30s? And that is why I'll never put a limit to the things that we can do on age. But sometimes we do get to a certain age where we grow, you know, you see people that are like, well articulated, they speak a hundred languages, they are very animated and you're thinking, this person could have been great for TV, they could have been, and they did consider that, they did. But imposter syndrome got the better of them and they always have this yearning desire to at least honor One of the things that they were called into now regret is one of the things that I pray against for all of us because there is nothing worse than living with regret. There's nothing worse than knowing that you had so much to offer, but because imposter syndrome decided to then build a back room outside your house and furniture and made you feel comfortable with having him or her around that you gave in, you gave in to the accordance of how life needs to be. You gave in. You know and even when i speak now i'm just thinking imposter syndrome is still at the back of my head it's like you know i'm making sense (laughs) it's still there it's like uh people are not going to hear what you say but you push i'm literally pushing against it and some people can call it anxiety because it does feel like you're being anxious and you're like i can't i can't i can't do the switch off switch off the the mics switch it take it all away take it you know and you choke i short-winded i now i'm hitting the side of the table because i am fighting against adversity because imposter syndrome sees beyond the opposite of what it is it sees your succession it sees how great you're gonna be and it's just like nope i need to stay in this house what can i do to secure my seat in this house because i can see the other side and if she gets to the other side i'm going to fade even more every time and so it tries to enforce itself every time. I'm talking, sharing the books that I like. I'm thinking, people are not going to like that. They're not going to want to hear that. But And they're like, yeah. I'm thinking to myself that people are just thinking, there she goes talking, can't hear her breathing properly. And inside, it's like these people have extended so much grace that hear you beyond how you hear yourself. Because the light that you are carrying through, they see it emanating. They're seeing it emanating. And as you keep speaking it becomes brighter and brighter and as you keep doing it becomes brighter and brighter you know so books like um for me vibrating higher daily is literally like a daily devotional it speaks on um leila's life it speaks on her conditions of her life of how in adversity you know the woman that she became she is today imposter syndrome said you can't be her but because she was called into a higher sense of being that was more than enough for her to get there and the universe and god conspired to get her there because once she got her awakening or her enlightenment however way it was she leaped over another favorite author of mine may her beautiful soul rest in peace bell hooks the first book i read from bell hooks is all about love you know that is one of my favorite books literally it's number one right after women who run with the wolves like she has had a life folded so much adversity but the woman she became outside of that is profound read her books try to find inspiration on that so if you're an average reader please read her books if you love to watch your books, like documentaries, find her documentaries, you know. She grew up in certain unloving environments and experienced such unloving conditions, but that pushed her more to find out what is love. What is this feeling and this thing that is so assuring and so warm and so affirming that, you know, brings so much joy into people's lives? And once she dedicated herself to that cause, it spread in ways that she could not imagine, I'd like to think, but in ways that she knew it would spread out to be. You know, she became a great author, a poet, you know, so many inspired Content that that has been made from bell hooks, guys, that for me, I'm like, wow. And I love referencing women like that because, and men, or stories like that, rather, because that shows you that if people gave into their adversities, we would not experience their magic the way we are experiencing it today. If you are giving into your imposter syndrome, you are denying us what you can impart on us that I need to get to the other side. That's literally. That simple. If Layla, um, if Lala rather guys, my apologies. I probably said Layla. If Lala also decided to live in her adversities and live in her imposter syndrome, she would not, we would not be reading vibrate high daily. We would not be understanding energy work. We would not be understanding every single thing that we are called into, you know? And I love things like that. Oprah, if she gave into her conditions, her magic and light would not be giving unto us. So another book that I'd like to reference that has helped me shape my perspective, and mind you, these are books I've read in my adulthood. When I was growing up, I did love to read books. I might not remember which books they were, but they impacted my perspective. But TV helped shape my dream, I won't lie. I was always a a a big thinker like we are a big dreamer you know and I knew there was a reason why I had such big dreams and had such a big perspective on life and I needed to see why I really needed to see why however way it looked and I committed myself to the cause and I'm still committing myself till to date I still feel like there's so much of the surface that I haven't even scratched yet you know And I read a book called Woman Who Run With The Wolves, which was recommended by a very amazing person. Um, I would mention her, but I don't know if I have the right to mention her name. So she said, girl, this book reminds me of you. And mind you, on my Instagram, I've had such great collectives. Such great soul families in there. I have a soul family. This is my digital family that I've met through Instagram that have resonated with me through the content that I share and the person that I am that they've found a way to understand me as a person because i've been intentional on in how i want to be perceived right and so this wonderful beautiful young lady shared this book with me and she said it's a book i think you love and little did you know that that's exactly what i needed at the time to birth the things i'm birthing now you know my passion projects and it's called women who run with the wolves now if you read that book you're going to understand why You need to align with your passion. You're going to need to understand that even your chaotic parts that you feel are not societally accepted, even things about yourself that you feel are not of value, are of value, are societally accepted because it starts with you. So I will get into that book one day, but I need you to get that book. If you feel like you are not worthy, if you feel like you are in a very foggy, situation in life and you feel like, no, the the qualities I carry are not of quality of human preference and human standard. But if you read that book, you're going to see that that's exactly what you need to emanate your light, literally. So just coming to a close is that if anything that you take from today's show is that you are absolutely capable of starting today. You are absolutely ready of starting today. Imposter syndrome. She will speak even in your doings. she will speak, but always envision something better. I believe in vision boards. Do vision boards. I believe in words of affirmation, affirm yourself. Say so you are rich, <laughs> you know, and you hear these motivationals because sometimes you just find them so annoying because you're like, I'm not at that point in my life, but that's where I think I should be that you need to know that you need to work with your inner child so you can leap to the other side. Your inner child can help you get to the other side. You can help your inner child and i read something about how we are so quick to want someone to grow old with when in fact we're supposed to find someone who you can grow young with um, who can continue to give us a young perspective and just like a baby a baby is so inquisitive and so free-spirited that they feel if they fall they cry they up, they down they forgot about it that's why they said we should have a childlike perspective because it invites that spirit of renewal and that spirit of optimism and anything is attainable you know kids just do whatever they want because they feel everything is to their reach. Everything is attainable. And that is why when you grow up as a child, it's easy for uh, to ask for money that your parents are like, where do you think I work? You know, it's easy to think that you can be a doctor. It's easy for you to think you can be a world-based artist because You have a childlike mind and nothing is standing in your way because those thoughts prepare us for adulthood because we feel the different adversities that come with adulthood, but we need to go back to the child mind when nothing is impossible literally nothing is impossible everything is attainable and you need to do the work and it all starts from the ground down but because we're talking about imposter syndrome you need to go to the root of your imposter syndrome and see where it comes from and when you get there you need to find accessible points that allow you to remember who you are and what you are capable of. And even if you don't know who you are, what you're capable of, tap into that because we're all purposeful, driven human beings and we all have something that we can contribute to the collective at large. So that's my story for today, right? Imposter syndrome, don't let it lead. Take her bags and throw them out the window. And yes, you'll come in the next day with an overnight bag again and weekend bag and try again with overnight, but constantly work towards the perspective of fulfillment in all things, start that project, no matter how big, no matter how small now, no time rather would be perfect absolutely not. I would not be here if I'm waiting for the perfect time because a perfect time to me is a studio with well equipment, lights, camera, action. Give me a production team. Give me an editing team because in my perfectionist perspective, that's how it's supposed to be. But in my planting stage, I understand this is how the seed is meant to look. And I know exactly how, you know, the other side, the full grown tree is meant to look. And as I'm speaking, guys, it literally started to rain. If that is not God in the universe watering these seeds that we are planting after this podcast, I don't know what it is. So, we're going to do that and we're going to dive deeper into more conversations. But let me know if there's any element that I touched on that you want more perspective on. And I will definitely, definitely get into that. But for now, plant that seed, even if it's just the microphone in your bedroom, your home camera. With your small ring lights, even if it's you, if you want to be a writer, even outside of a creative space, plant that seed. Because who would have thunk, who would have thunk that a seed grows to being a huge tree that offers shades to hundreds and thousands of people. So plant your seed, guys. Adversity will always be there. Imposter syndrome is uncalled for weather conditions. It is unwarranted seasons, but it is... Not the guaranteed promise that I can tell you for free. The guaranteed promise is you planting the seed and knowing that it's going to nurture and nourish so many souls. Even if it's the three of us listening to this podcast, I have done what I'm called to do. You know, even if there's three million of us, I am done. I've done what I'm called to do and is to impart this message. So if you want to hear more about the books that I've recommended, let me know. I can definitely share them with you. And don't forget to manifest for the new week. And don't forget to also meditate on the mantra. And if you missed the mantra, I'm more than willing to share it again. It is my current journey is assisting me to heal, grow, evolve, and leading to so much goodness. I am trusting the process. Until next week, have a blessed and beautiful new week. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Ashe.